Hey, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Zach Rosen here with Chris Gehring. And today with us, we have a very special guest, one of our favorites, a very uh, important player on this team, in my opinion, Jason Smith, one of the ultimate teammates in the NBA, uh, a recurring guest of this podcast. Yeah. Jason, how welcome are back. you? What's up, guys? Good to be back. We were just talking Fortnite for a while, and I feel like most of your summer was a lot of Fortnite. Yeah, besides uh, playing with the kiddos all day, doing daily activities with them, when they go down to sleep, uh, Daddy would go downstairs, get on the video games, system, get on the sticks, and uh, play a little Fortnite. Um, I used to be a Call of Duty guy, but then uh, Fortnite has kind of consumed me, and it's gotten to the point where it's kind of an, addi- an addiction. Uh, I've gotten a little Twitch going on. Oh, really? Just gonna, that was my next question. I'm a Twitch streamer, but uh, my internet lately has not been so good since I moved houses, so I'm working on that. I'm working on that, but we're going to make it so happen. Twitch followers, stay tuned. Twitch followers, stay Jason, tuned. Jason, we'll be back. Were you always a big video game guy growing up? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nintendo, PlayStation. I never really got into the whole Sega or Dreamcast uh-huh. categories. Mm-hmm. N64, that oh, was yeah. my system. That was my first system. Yeah. But now I'm a, a PlayStation guy, diehard die PlayStation guy. Mm-hmm. Um, PlayStation 4, can't wait for PlayStation 5. But really, how much better can it get? I yeah. mean, yeah, PlayStation 4, out. you got great get graphics and everything, so mm, you never I feel know. like they still are, they're like still improving things, too, on what they already have. Yes. So when they get the new one, it's going to be interesting. Yes. But yeah, that's going to be fun. So well, Jason, yeah. outside of Fortnite, playing with the kiddos, um, you're coming up on another year in the NBA. You're, you're, year. You are a veteran at I I'm am. not calling you old. I'm just saying you're a that's, veteran. That's yeah. a nice way of saying you're old, Chris. I mean, <laughs> he just called me old. No. You're a veteran. Oh, you're old. No. Thanks. Appreciate well, it. <laughs> as a veteran, I think you have a really good opinion on what this team did in the offseason. It was busy. Um, yes. Definitely some changes. Yes. Uh, we had a, 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 tr- a few trades. Um, a rookie for the first time in a few years. Yeah. And uh, Dwight Howard, who you played with in Orlando, correct? No, no I you was, missed each other. I missed bad. him. Yes. No, I, uh, I've i had the pleasure of going against him many yeah, times. I'm sure but, you uh, felt that the next day. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not fun to go against that man. But now he's on the same team, so hopefully he's not that intense in practice. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to keep best case scenario going <laughs> yeah. on here, but I'm glad that he's on our team. Um, he's a dominating force down low. He continually goes every year, and it's... It, I think his record got broken last year by not making the playoffs, but he made the playoffs 11 straight years out of his career. Wow. That's yeah. impressive. That's it amazing. Um, still... You can say what you want about him, but he is a he's a good piece for our team, and I think it's going to be great for him and John and Brad. Um, it's going to be awesome to see them play together. Uh, we still got to build that chemistry uh, amongst the team, but that's what training camp is for. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. preseason is for. Uh, I think we have the the pieces and the components to to do great things this year. Obviously, I'm setting our expectation levels a little high, well, yeah. but we're shooting yeah. for the stars. We uh, we got a great chance this year on paper. Um, big key for us is keep everybody healthy. Um, we missed John last year when he got hurt, but we also had opportunities for Thomas to come in and, and get good minutes, um, solid quality minutes, and I think that helped him uh, build his career and build his future. And he's had a great summer this year too. So, and sorry, you, I just went off on a tangent. No, you're good. Four, I, five, no, that's what you're and, yeah, and when you get <laughs> when you get like all those additions, Austin Rivers, you get another year of, of a more mature, um, more experienced Thomas Adaransky. Um, 
when you build that bench, and obviously we know what John and Brad can do and, yeah. and what hopefully they can do with Dwight on the floor, Keith, Otto, um, how does that raise the, the, the expectations, the level, um, when you know that now one through, I guess, what, like 8, 15. Nine, 10, 15, when you have a lot of veteran guys on the bench, um, how does that kind of change your expectations of how the level can, can I guess, get raised for all 48 minutes? You know, that's a great question, and I think uh, I think Brad answered it best. Um, he was on a podcast with uh, our guy yeah, Chris. Chris, Chris. Yeah. yeah, that was a good podcast. That was a great was podcast. Really and yeah. the fact that he said that starters should be scared for their jobs or be worried about their mm-hmm. jobs that lets you know how deep our team is. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a great quality group of starters, and we also have a great quality group of bench players as well. And that's what you really need to take those next steps in those playoffs. You look at the Golden States. You look at the Cleveland of last year. Yep. Those teams were super deep. You had one through five. I'm like, man, you got to go against those guys. But then the bench, you're like, man, you don't get a break. It doesn't stop, yeah. I think that's what our team is this year. I mean, we have such a deep group of, of players, talented players, and we got additions of Austin Rivers, Jeff Green, and Dwight. Man. And speaking of that, too, like so you, just, you just mentioned training camp is starting here soon, which we can't believe that the offseason's yeah. gone so fast. But from from that day one, when you guys step in and start training camp, having that quality up and down the roster, how does that raise the level? Like, does it, I mean, does it change the day-to-day from the very beginning when you have that competition level? Um, does it help make them, help make everybody better? Um, I think faster? so. Yeah, I don't know. That's I think it's, a... uh, when you have veteran players, you have a learning curve that you don't really have to worry about. You don't yeah. have to worry about guys worrying about concepts of offense and defense because the NBA, hate to say it, is pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. It's just minor details here and there. You might have different concepts on one team versus another. Yeah. And with our team, we have veteran guys coming in that know pretty much the concepts of offense and defense and different styles of play. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to teach a lot. We just have to put in our offense, put in our defense, get the concepts down, and then hit the ground running, I think. Mm-hmm. You look at this team, we talked about you know the veterans, but at where does the leadership come in then when you have a lot of veterans and you have some guys that haven't played together? How do you balance that from your experience uh, on a team like this that, that's hungry? That's a good question too. Uh, with our leadership, it's it's really just keeping our guys focused and main, maintaining that level of competitive spirit when you're playing the Bostons mm-hmm. and the Atlantas. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a great job when we're playing – high-caliber teams. Um, we have to keep that same focus, and that's where we rely on our leadership and our, our veteran leadership of just motivating ourselves to go out there and play against the worst teams and the best teams. Mm-hmm. The The problem we had last year towards the end of the year was that we were playing great against high-caliber teams, and then the under 500 teams, we were like, meh, we'll just show up and we'll win. You can't do that in the NBA. Uh, I think we realize that now and going into a new season with a fresh start that we need to keep our focus and keep our, our our motor running high at all times. We can't let up because we basically have the target on our backs. We have those high expectations. It's not the other teams. So I think for us it's it's big to keep those those motors running every game. Uh, you can't let up at all. What do you think about we, we have a ton of veterans on this team and everybody I think will be we're talking a lot about them. A couple of young guys that are new this year Thomas Bryant, Troy Brown, the draft pick. 
Um, what are your early impressions on them? Did you get a chance to see them in summer league or, you know, look at their games at all? I got a, ch- a couple chances to see summer league games. I didn't intently watch, mm-hmm. um, but I also got the opportunity to work out with them over the summer, and I think they're going to be great players. Um, Troy is coming in with a, a great work ethic, positive mindset, as he should. Um, young, spirited player with a lot of upside. Uh, Thomas, same thing. Um, you kind of never know what to expect when you get people off of trades or waves of what's their uh, mindset or mentality. Like, oh, well, this team didn't want me. Well, now I'm going to this team. He is energetic, very energetic, works very hard, goes out there and plays very hard, uh, very talented player as well. So it's he's uh, definitely trying to soak up a lot of knowledge from the coaches and, and different players, um, and he goes out there and he works really hard. So I'm excited about our young players and their development for the future. For sure. I look back at the year, you know, the Game 7 loss against Boston a few seasons ago, and you think about that team, and no disrespect to that team, but the difference in depth now with, with this team versus that one, and if everything just clicks like it did then, you know, nothing's going to be perfect, but to, to have the the chemistry with the new guys and everything, do you think back to, like, how far you felt like you were there and, and then was last season a step back, and how do you move forward from that? Well, that's a good, good sight line to have. I mean, we had a great run two years ago. We had um, kind of a so-so run last year. We still made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But now going forward, our bench is deeper, our team is better. Um, I think overall we have, like I've been saying, very, very high expectations. But we can't get, can't overlook ourselves. We have to take it one game at a time. We have to take it one day of practice at a time. We can't can't look too far in the future. Um, We want to just take it one day at a time get the basics down of our offensive defensive concepts, get the chemistry going between John and Dwight, Brad, Dwight, Keith, Dwight, Dwight, Otto. Um, it's it's going to be an exciting year this year. Yeah. And the East is a little different this year, obviously. Oh, just a little bit. Obviously one guy, one guy left the conference, but another guy, another guy, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, another guy joined though. Yes. A team that we're familiar with, obviously in Toronto yes. and Kawhi. Yes. Um what are your thoughts on just the makeup of the of the conference now that's changed? And obviously, you know, LeBron moving to L.A., but we know how good Boston can be when they're healthy and they're yeah. full of strength. We haven't really seen, um, when you know, where Gordon Hayward is at and all that stuff. But when you look at this conference, um, it certainly feels open. Is that a motivating factor at all? Um, obviously, you're focused on yourself, but is that a motivating factor when you look around? Oh, yeah, very. Uh, we know that LeBron left. I think the whole East knows that LeBron left. Uh, people in Antarctica know that LeBron left. Some people might have heard, yeah. Uh, Toronto is going to be a force to be reckoned with, obviously number one team, but you kind of wonder about that chemistry of Kyle Lowry losing DeMar DeRozan, like his buddy, his best friend. Yeah. Uh, You wonder about that chemistry, and does Kawhi want to be there? Um, That's a whole thing that has to play out, and you'll kind of see that as the season goes on. Boston, that's, that's a monster right there. I mean, they had a lot of injuries last year. Um, Kyrie, Howard, uh, Hayward. Hayward. I mean, they're both coming back off injuries. Mm -hmm. You'll wonder about that, but they're all high-caliber players, and plus their bench got great minutes last year to develop. So they were just talking about uh, Terry Rozier possibly being six-man of the year. So 
they have a very deep bench as well. So you worry about those teams. It's going to be interesting. Um, we also made some changes ourselves, so yeah, we're right in the thick of those things. So it's it's going to be fun, and and that's what the game of basketball is all about. You never know what's going to happen in the beginning of the season, and as it plays out, that storyline is just so interesting to follow. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you, we can tell you're excited. Yeah. I feel yeah. like yeah, what like when you think about this year, what are you if you had to pick one or two things, what are you most looking forward to about this team in this season? Man, it's. It's tough to say because we have so many weapons. I just want to see how we— You just we, said it. There you go. We have so many weapons. Yeah. We, I just want to see how we go in every night with the mindset that we're going to just blow people out. I want to get that uh, killer instinct about us. I want to get that no relaxed, no let up. Um, don't worry about if we're playing Toronto or Boston or Atlanta or Charlotte or whoever we're playing. Just go out there and, and play to our style of basketball no matter who's on the floor with us. All right, well, we talked a lot about what's going on on the floor. Yeah. You're our movie guy. Yeah. Always will be. Yeah. What did you see this summer? What did you like? Um, it it was it felt like in the beginning of the summer there was a lot that came out, but, you know, oh, yeah. the rest of the summer is usually a little lighter. But yeah. what stuck out to you this year? You know, I really uh, I got a chance, so I don't really get to go to the movies that often, but I catch them when they come out on film. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to catch chance to catch uh dunkirk oh wow yeah wow that is visual a, wow yeah. it's a that visual was masterpiece impressive movie it is very, emotionally very draining oh, man i felt like exhausted after yeah. exactly though. you can't keep yeah. your eye off everything right and oh, right man. it was i can't imagine seeing that in an imax right i yeah i would have been overwhelmed yeah i just i saw it in a normal theater and you just feel like you're you're, you're just on edge for like two right? and a half hours. Yes. The suspense and every is just noise, like, every oh. everything. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So I saw that, and mm-hmm. then uh, I actually just saw Jurassic World. Mm. Awesome movie. Yeah, it was good. I, I don't really care good. if people gave it bad reviews or anything. I saw it, and I was just like, man, I love Jurassic <laughs> Park movies. Oh, I my just, God. They're the best. Them. Yeah. It's one of those movies. It's like it's it's like all those movies. That, there's so many of them. It's just if you love them, you're going to love oh, yeah. the next one. And you're oh, just yeah. like, man, that was awesome. I yeah. had a blast watching yeah. any and every one of those movies. Uh, I think the movie that I'm kind of saving for training camp that I can look forward to watching that I have not seen yet, Solo. Mm. Yeah. Don't give me good or bad reviews. I've heard a lot of bad reviews about it. So I've I'm, not I'm, seen it. I have not seen it either. I'm, I'm working my way to that. Um other than that, it's uh, the Wiggles and uh, Moana and uh, Frozen. Still on Frozen. Still yeah. on Frozen. I mean, we've kind of died down a little bit, and now my son is getting into the Wiggles. I don't even okay. know if you guys know what that yeah. is, but man, yeah, I heard the name. Woo! Yeah, love me some Wiggles. <laughs> how's How's Carter's wingspan looking? Carter's wingspan looking good. Yeah, future first round draft pick. Here yeah. we go. That's what we like to hear. Colorado State. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. And Carter I'm, Smith. Remember the name. Remember folks. the name. Right is it one and a half? Uh, yeah, you just turn one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll check so his 20... birth certificate, see if he's uh, in that legal limit for <laughs> high weight range, you know. Yeah. I know awesome. last summer that you did uh, the the boot camp for TV. Yeah. Um, with the with the PA. Uh, were you thinking about doing something like that again this summer? Or are you trying to, you know, are you trying to podcast a little bit more this year? You know, keep your keep your know. mic hot. Well, you know, I don't know. It's uh, I had a blast doing that last summer. I had some free time before my son was born, so I, I got an opportunity to do that. This summer I took it off to kind of relax and, and enjoy family. Um, I always enjoy coming on for the podcast with you guys, uh, the TV stuff, awesome opportunities here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually got another opportunity to do the stuff on uh, 
ESPN. So it's nice. Very cool. It's one of those things that you just kind of keep your skills fresh. Yeah. Kind of dabble in it a little bit here and there, but uh, we'll see. You're a natural. You'll be all right. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll did see. You, speaking of TV, just quickly back to the entertainment side of things. Did you watch the Emmys at all? Any? Did you get no. a chance to see? Okay. No, I didn't watch Fair the Emmys. Enough. You know what I was doing? Fortnite. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I was just two or three shows won pretty much everything. So yeah, you didn't miss that one yeah. with Rachel Brosnahan crushed. It's a really good yeah, show. I've never seen that Which show. Which Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yeah. Oh. So I was. She was from yeah. House of Cards. Oh, really? Do you remember Rachel? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the same Rachel. Oh, yeah. Totally different character though. Yeah. It's it's. I had to like adjust my expectations seeing her in a character that's yeah. like totally different. My girlfriend made me watch it. <laughs> it's it's really really hysterical. Really? Like you will crack okay. up um, <laughs> when you get free time. I know right now that that's not a, <laughs> hey that's not a big thing. Road trips are coming up soon. That's yeah. true. Lots Got a nice of long one coming up. I was also going to ask you about the uh, the new rule, the, the shoes rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otto was very excited about that. Oh, we man, just talked you're to him see about some it. Some crazy shoes this year, yeah. not just from our team, but every team in the <laughs> yeah. NBA. Yeah. It's going to be uh, lots and lots of colors. And then the mental uh, health stuff—that's been like a pretty hot topic recently yeah. and over the summer. And I mean, props to Kevin Love, Demar Rosen, our own Kelly Oubre spoke up about it too. Mm-hmm. Has that been discussed? You know, you're the rep for the team. Was that discussed amongst the players as much as um, the PA and the league was making moves on it? Uh, like, were you putting in any input about that, or did they they just kind of knew what, what direction they wanted to go in with Kevin? I think yeah. they just knew what direction they wanted to go. Uh, it's tough nowadays with players. Um, we're in the age of social media, so players have this uh, high expectation from ownership and, and coaches and whatnot, and we know that we're the upper echelon world-caliber athletes best players in the world in the NBA. When you add in Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all this social media stuff, and you feel comfortable putting out pictures of your family or yourself having fun or what you like to do, and then people just crush you on social media, that doubt creeps in for these world-class athletes, these top, I don't know, role models for Mm -hmm. everybody. And you think that we are just supermen. But then, in reality, the words that are said on social media, yeah, some people read them, some people don't. I try to stay away from that negativity on social media. But when you do see it, you're like, dang, mm-hmm. what is wrong it's with crazy. these people? Like, why, yeah. what, what did I do to you, Joe Schmo, or yeah. what did I do to you? And it's, it's very tough because as competitors that we are, sometimes we do lash out, sometimes we don't. Sometimes, most of the time, you're not supposed to, but you want to say something. Mm-hmm. And... It, it gets to, to certain players. Um, some people deal with it well, some people don't, but that's a part of the generation now with yeah. uh, with the way that the NBA is, NFL, MLB, soccer, anything. Social media is the fishbowl effect, and yeah. we are getting it magnified by 100 just because NBA players are different from any other sport because you see our faces. And because we're NBA players, we're head and feet taller than everybody so it's not like we yeah. can hide in public yeah so it's tough um the mental health aspect there's a lot of i think a lot of undiagnosed issues or depression out there but it, how, how do you d- diagnose it if you're not going to come forward with it right mm-hmm. so it's um it's tough uh yeah. it's a very slippery slope and you just uh 
you have to deal with it the best way that you can um, individually um, with Kevin and Kelly and, and Demar and obviously there's probably more players out there oh. that just haven't come oh, forward yeah. but uh, it's a testament to them coming out because that's hard that's that's scary to say yeah I, I've dealt with depression I've dealt with that doubt that creeps into your mind and everything so it's it's hard, and you you support those players as much as you can, and you support those people as much as you can, because at the end of the day, we're all people. We're all human beings. Um, nobody's perfect. So uh, I think it's something that needs to be talked about, something that will be talked yeah. about going forward, and obviously the Players Association doing what they did. and It's just one of those things that's uh, out there today in the in the media. It really is amazing how the league and the, the PA work together so yes. well. Yes. And I know uh, CJ McCollum put out a tweet the other day about yeah. how amazing it is to have. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about other leagues. We don't need to get into that. But just from your standpoint, like, you must feel just blessed to, to oh have this gosh, relationship, yes. right? Our Players Association and the NBA have done very, very good job in the last couple of years. When we've gotten Michelle Robertson as our players head of the Players Association, she's done amazing things for us. Um, I think she's done amazing things for the league. And the league is really working with our players' association now, so it's it's do, going very well. We're not trying to fight each other; we're trying to come together to build mm-hmm. our brand together. Yeah, and that's unique. I mean, it's I think it's unique across sports, and certainly from the outside looking in, like we can see that too. Fans can see that too, and I think it just it spreads a good message. And you know, the the whole the mental health thing is a perfect example of yeah. when when guys like Kevin and Demar and Kelly step out. And, and fans see that, yeah. I think it just creates like this, this um, I don't know, kind of like an open channel or people yeah. feel like it's an open channel. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's really refreshing to see that, you know, the Players Association, the league, the fans, they're working together yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really cool. And you got to think that Kelly and Damar and, and Kevin, they're all different players. They're all different people, different yeah. social types. Absolutely. Yep, for sure. Um, and it uh, it's... It's not like, oh, there's a considerable same person throughout the three of them. Nope. Yeah. It's completely different people, and it's it's awesome to see that they came out with their struggles, and there's a lot more struggles than just those main three people. So mm-hmm. it's fun to see that, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be good for, for the future. Isn't it forward. crazy to think about, like, five years ago, no one would ever, ever no. think about talking about this? No. Yeah. No. Because that would be considered weakness, right. saying that you're depressed mm-hmm. or you can't perform at your highest level because you have that depression or that creep in your head. Right. Now, it's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have your good and your bad days. Nobody's yeah. going to be on top of their game 100% all the time. Okay, Superman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Jason, we appreciate you coming on and having, well, we've had a very honest dialogue. Or <laughs> yeah, di- mul- right. Not even dialogue, multiple people. Uh, it's been yeah. great. Um, but we always appreciate you coming on. Awesome. I think this is like your sixth time on the podcast but know. you know yeah hey, we had fun at crimson that one time too i forgot <laughs> about the live pod um but yeah we're looking forward to the season training camp coming up preseason and less than a month away man the games begin against yeah, miami right. opening night yeah, we'll um, be there soon good luck with the Fortnite. hopefully you get your internet <laughs> lined up better for the twitch channel too oh yeah. yeah get my uh two twitch followers back on there yo 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 <laughs> smash that like button i bet if you put out an ig story and a tweet that you get some oh then too. i get about like you know 15 16 people so <laughs> we'll get them back yeah. we'll get them back yeah all right jason we appreciate it thank you guys thanks jason all right whiz kids that's all for now ciao for now